Sass and Sally picks up well. Hello and welcome to Shades of Blue podcast. This is episode number six. Is it six? I have no idea. Let's go six. If it's five, my apologies. Um, And I must also apologise for the extremely sporadic nature of our podcast over the last couple of months. In 2020, we do resolve to be much more fixed with releasing a podcast once a month um but next year it will become apparent why life has got in the way this year this year um because there is a shit ton of stuff happening and yeah i know i'm being like a dick being super vague but um you will hear the name charlie cohen so much next year that you'll be really sick of us by the end of 2020 we're going a little bit of a different format this week and that is something that we want to be introducing through 2020 just a chat between ben and i about what's happening um culturally um just to break up the interview format and we will also be continuing interviews as normal in addition to that basically if we can't convince anyone to come in and do an interview with us we will just be talking to each other but we might even when we have a backlog of excited interviewees we might still talk to each other anyway because you know we, we don't like do enough each other. of that. We don't do enough of that, living together and in a relationship and um, running a business. Yeah, so how was your 2019? Um, it was an extremely eventful year. Um, a year of building foundations um, and really, um, I guess, somewhat frustrating in that we've done so much work through 2019 and it's not really visible yet or tangible yet but i'm excited that it's all going to be happening through this year how about you how was your 2019 uh it was very much the same just felt a lot it just felt like a lot of preparation we got a puppy we did get a new dog juno um so that's that's been a highlight it was maybe the best bit of 2019 oh it was a strong bit for sure but Talking of best bits of 2019, I thought it would be fun, maybe, to talk about our favourite TV shows, music, books, video games of 2019, or our standout choices for 2019. Not necessarily our favourites, but recommendations. So, would you like to start? Um, um, we'll, do, um, we'll do TV show. Should we do TV show? Don't look at my answers. I'm not, I haven't you I are can't clearly seen reading. your answers. You said before the podcast that you didn't know what you were going to say, <sighs> and now I'm not you're reading my answers. I'm going to read your fucking answers. Just right, what I said before the podcast is I can't even remember what I've watched through 2019. Um, but I think it was 2019. Um, I think one of my favourite... No, it came out in... 20, it started in 2018, didn't it? But season two of Sabrina um very much very much enjoying sabrina um it's been a it's been a year of follow-up seasons actually very much enjoyed the most recent season of riverdale which i appreciate seems to be an unpopular opinion across the web but i fucking love it so it is good i don't know why people don't like riverdale um yeah i thought it was probably the best season really enjoyed the new series of stranger things i mean we're meant to be picking one tv show oh i don't have one tv show you just picked sabrina okay well so what was good about sabrina what was good about sabrina um 
it's just like nice, easy watching, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you know, I, for me, TV isn't about, um, or generally speaking, it's not really about cultural enrichment. It's about zoning out of the day and the mundane. And I enjoy a good hint of fantasy that's rooted in relatable reality. That is my preferred genre of mm. everything. Did you used to watch the original TV series? Um, it was almost before my time. Um, Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart follows me on Twitter. Shout out to Melissa Joan Hart. Does she? She does, yeah. Not just a fan um, site. Not just a fan site. Wow. The verified account of Melissa Joan Hart. Has she ever tweeted at you? Uh, no, she has hasn't. Has she ever replied to you? I have never tweeted at her, uh, but we mutu- we clearly mutually appreciate each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I do remember a bit of Sabrina, but I was very, very young at mm. the time, not being quite as old as you. I'm not going to date myself, but I remember it. I bet you do. I do remember it. It was good. Um, so I can see you have written here that The Witcher was your uh, favourite TV show of... Uh, which My I- choice for <laughs> TV show for 2019 was The Witcher. Oh. Big surprise. After the reveal was stolen there. Well. But, yeah, The Witcher, I don't really understand why it's getting the negative reviews that it's getting. Um, But I was a fan of the video game. And I was aware, previously anyway, that it was um, a series of books written by a Polish author. I will butcher his name, but I will try. His name is Andrzej Sapkowski. I did miss out an eye, but it is you have ri- He has written Subkowsk here. Andre but... Subkowsk. <laughs> um, yes, really enjoyed what they did with the TV show. I thought it could have gone horribly wrong. And Henry Cavill was great as Geralt. I thought he did a really good job. I loved the tone and the pacing. I really liked the unstructured narrative um, of the back and forth time travel. I thought that was interesting. It and certainly kept... didn't take anything away from no, it. No, it kept every episode interesting and different. And I'm looking forward to season two quite a lot. Yeah. All right. So your music recommendation of 2019. My music recommendation of 2019. Well, an album or an artist. I didn't realise we were doing music. So let's have a look. You did, because I texted you about it. I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, I did. Definitely. You didn't. Um, Music. Why don't you have a talk about music whilst I... Yeah, uh, check okay. literally check through my Spotify to see who I've been listening to. Yeah, okay. This year. My choice for this category for 2019 has got to be the album Fear Inoculum by Tool. Um, it's their fifth studio album and actually their first album release in 13 years. So I've been waiting quite a long time for that one. And it's it's quite rare that something comes along after such a long time and actually meets and exceeds expectations. And this really did. The album itself is really well constructed, really well paced. Each track um, is very, very complex, takes you on a bit of a journey, classic tool. And it's an album I feel that has to be enjoyed as a whole. I think that if you go in and chop around and play <clears throat> play certain tracks and leave certain tracks you kind of miss the overall vibe 
of the album itself, so I can't recommend it highly enough. Um, obviously, if you're a Tool fan, you already know about this album. If you're not a Tool fan and you like alternative rock, metal, prog rock, definitely give it a try. Uh, it's not for everyone, but the people that do like it love it. And that's my pick for music. Cool. What's yours? Have you um, finished researching? So I have finished researching. Um, I think my most listened to album of this year was actually a rediscovery um, of a band I haven't listened to in a very long time called In This Moment. Um, a One of the most sort of prolific female vocalists in uh, metal, Maria Brink. Um, and I've just been chaining the album Black Widow, which is frankly a brilliant album. I don't know how I'd forgotten about it or why it wasn't in my regular rotation, but um, it very much is now. Mm. And there will be a general theme as we speak on where this year has been a bit more a year of nostalgic rediscovery for me rather than last year. A, this last year. Oh, my God. 2019 was a year of, of rediscovery. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have a book recommendation. Um, not because I hate books, but I struggle to read books uh, with my dyslexia makes it very difficult to focus on a page of writing. So I will pick a video game that I really enjoyed in 2019. And this one, I was so surprised about. I was so close to leaving it and not playing it at all. When it was released, it didn't really get a big marketing push. Um, it didn't really seem to have a huge budget behind it. So no one was really shouting about it. And it was only after reading IGN's uh, Game of the Year article, they awarded it to this title, that I decided to play it. And the game is Control. Um, I thought that the way the narrative unfolds and the visuals and the world building in this game were easily one of the best I've ever played. Um, there were a couple of sequences in-game that completely blew me away. I won't give out any spoilers, but the ashtray maze sequence was easily one of the most visually impressive and most fun to play things that I think I've ever experienced. Um, so yeah, big shout out to Control. If you've not played it, definitely go play it. Um, sadly, I think that it will probably be discounted in price very soon. I don't think it sold very well, but definitely snap it up. Well worth playing. Snap. Snap. Um, okay, book. So I pretty much segued into this um, as I was talking about the music, but um, it has been, I've been rereading a lot this year and it was funny. I had a conversation recently with one of my team, Aisha, shout out to Aisha. Um, and we were talking about at what age you become an adult and she said, okay, I guess it's when you like stop reading um, young adult literature. Like, would you go to the young adult section of a bookstore now? And I'm like, fucking hell yes. I love young adult fiction. I was fiction. just going to say, that's probably where it's, I'd go first. It's literally like my favorite genre because again, it's like, yes, of course, like I do read to educate myself and I do read for cultural enrichment, but I mostly read for escapism. And mm -hmm. if I have the chance to like sit there and absorb a book, I just want to be transported um and as i mentioned earlier my favorite genre is sort of fantasy that's rooted in reality and in 2019 i reread 
um, the 13 book series Sweep by Kate Tiernan, which is basically a series, something that like I read over and over and over again Mm -hmm. in my early and mid teens. Um, And it's basically a book about a um, teenage girl who finds out that she is a witch by blood um, and she's been adopted into a very traditionally Christian family. And it's really about her life and her sort of ancestral discovery. And like, it's really fucking good reading it as a nearly 30 year old. Huh. And you've read it before. I read it. I've, oh my God. I read those books so many times when I was in my early teens. How does it compare to reading it now then? Um, it was like warm comfort food mm. because it was, it was like long enough ago that I couldn't really clearly remember all of the storylines, but also there is this comfort in, um, reading books and se- especially a long series like that, where you kind of know the ending. Um, yeah. it's, it's, you know, this is a mental health podcast. That's something that is very soothing for me when I'm going through a troubled period, especially with anxiety. I will turn mm-hmm. to um, books and series of books that I've I've already read. That's exactly why I play video games and have done since I was a young boy. Uh, it's always been my chosen method of detaching myself from my mind and the rest of the world. Um, I can't see that ever changing. No. I will give one more shout out. Um, we haven't done movies yet, but go on. Give one more yeah, shout out. Yeah, I'll give one more shout out to a game that, first of all, I wasn't sure I was going to play. Then when I played it, I had this visceral negative reaction to it and couldn't stand it. And now the more I play it, the more I'm actually oh, loving it. Oh, I think it. I know what you're talking and about. I can't believe I'm starting to love it. You pretentious twat, go on. It's Death Stranding <laughs> on the PlayStation 4 uh, by Hideo Kojima. Um, if you haven't heard of Death Stranding, just Google it and have a read. Um, of there the fairly are, polarizing reviews. Yeah, I mean, there are 10 out of 10 reviews and there are 0 out of 10 reviews. And it seems to be one or the other. So it's really split critic consensus across the board. Essentially, you are a delivery man in a post-apocalyptic dystopian world trying to connect the United Cities of America um, or reconnect the United Cities of America via the internet. (laughs) So make of that what you will. But the gameplay, moment-to-moment gameplay, is actually really meditative and chilled and relaxing. I think the use of music is is good and the visuals are really well done. Um, he worked with the guys at Gorilla, um, at Gorilla Studios in Amsterdam, who did a lot of the um, the animation work and the uh, graphics around the vegetation and the world. And you can really see that. It's really lush and beautiful to look at. So it's a very different type of game. I've never really played anything like it before. Was totally prepared to hate it. Very surprised that I don't. Um, but yeah, I have to give that a bit of a shout out. So, movies, this is probably a good moment because you're probably going to pick it as well. To We were going to do a podcast episode on this specifically, and then we just what, we didn't. bailed. We didn't do it. We just didn't do it. Um, Joker. Yeah. Um, which, like, categorically my favourite 
movie of 2019. Um, as someone whose favourite movie of all time is Clockwork Orange, I think that's fairly self-explanatory with the kind of the visual style um, and the way that the narrative played out. Um, but I thought it was an extremely clever, well-executed uh, portrayal of someone's mental health journey. And I know there's a lot of... Um, negative criticism by mental health advocates like the idea that um you know the parallels being drawn between um having depression and being a psychopathic murderer i don't think that that's what the movie was trying to say it was showing how society fucks you up and i think it did that in a really clever way and most of us can relate to that obviously generally speaking not to that extreme but in some way we can relate to how society has worn us down and our environment has created a lot of the struggles that we deal with mentally day to day yeah it was very well done and uh done on such a small budget but it goes to show that you don't need huge budgets mad special effects um you know jack and phoenix incredible actor but you don't need an all-star cast to really pull off uh, a thought-provoking movie. Like, you don't need these insane budgets. I think it was a very brave film to put out. I'm glad they did it. I hope they don't do a sequel, because it doesn't need one. It has made a lot of money, so I'm sure there's a lot of people in an office rubbing their hands together, wanting to make a sequel. If they listen to this podcast, which they don't, but don't make a sequel. <laughs> yeah. I would probably pick that movie as well. Although I did enjoy Avengers Fine, Endgame. Yeah, Avengers Endgame was obviously a, a worthwhile shout It out. was a lot of fun and a great ending to a pretty insane uh, journey through the Marvel Cinematic Yeah, and universe. you know, a lot of pressure on creating a finale to that yeah. series as well. And pulling so it off, I, I think. think. they pulled it off really well. Yeah, I think they did as well. Any other um, notable mentions then through any kind of genre or industry? Any recommendations or uh, things that you particularly liked in 2019? Yeah, shout out to Kitten and oh. Chloe Chiders, um, who we have been Plastering all over our Instagram year, feed. Plastering all over our Instagram. Um, like this... <laughs> girl has been rocking out since she was 14 they just released Mm -hmm. a new album this year called memphis and they're fucking badass and you should go listen to them yeah she's very talented mental in the best possible way but very talented um do i have any other shout outs to give for 2019 um not that i can think of which is quite sad what are you looking forward to one thing in 2020? Um, the actualization publicly of all this stuff that we've been working on and um, annoyingly can't talk about yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a good answer. How about answer. you? Final um, Fantasy VII yeah, Remake. Yeah, okay. That has to be either my number one or two most anticipated things for 2020 is the launch of Final Fantasy VII Remake for the PlayStation 4. I played this game in 1997 and fell in love with it. And it really, um, I think it hit me at a very crucial time in my life. It 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 left quite a big impact and 
really um, shaped my thought processes for the next, well, 20, 20 years. <laughs> um, so re-releasing this game and remaking this game um, is really risky and brave of Square Enix to do, but I'm glad they're doing it. I don't think they're going to mess it up. There's a lot of fans out there who obviously they're not going to please, but ultimately if you want to play Final Fantasy VII as you remember it in your childhood, you can. It's out on pretty much every console in existence right now, and that's never going to change. They're not doing anything to the source material, so stop whining. I think it's great that Square Enix are building out the story a little bit and giving us something slightly different and a fresh twist on the narrative. So very excited for that. That's coming out March... So only, oh my God, um, two months, like less than two months away. I booked a week off. So if any of you know me, don't expect to hear from me for a week. For context, there is a lot happening in March, like a lot. There's stuff that's been like over two years in the works with CC happening in March. But for, for context, this is the number one thing for Ben that's happening. Yeah, well, I haven't blocked my diary March. out for anything else. Um, I think you should give a shout out to your favourite anime of 2019 as well, because I think there is a lot of our listener base that will be interested in your recommendation. My favourite anime? What, a single series? Yeah, of 2019. A single series. In 2019. Does it have to be a new anime or just something I watched? It's very much up to you, babe. Oh my God, there are so many. Um... If I had to give one recommendation, um, you do. Oh, geez, that's that's so hard. That's the request. That's so hard. Get on it. Oh God, I mean, there are so many great ones right now. Fucking hell, putting everyone to sleep now. Yeah, I will edit out this this blank space, but I do need to think for a, a couple of seconds on this. Um. All right. I mean, it's not. It's not a new series, but it's one that I watched at the beginning of 2019 and fell in love with the aesthetic and the story and the music and the the tone of it. And it's Tokyo Ghoul. Um, I thought both series one and series two were excellent. Don't watch series three. It's not good. I think it's by a different animation house or different writers. And it's really not great. But season one and two blew me away. Very gory, very visceral series. Beautiful to look at. Very dark and um, very Japanese. Very Tokyo streetwear. Um, dystopian Blade Runner vibes And throughout. most importantly, you watched it in 2018, not 2019. Did I? Yeah. Do I have to pick another one? Sure. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, I think this was 2019 then, Dragon Ball Super. That had to have been 2019 on Crunchyroll, right? It had to have been. Like, yeah, had to have been. Yes, it was. Dragon Ball Super, brilliant return to the series. That's my recommendation. All right. Anything else? Um, I have nothing. I just want to say that this year... We'll be better with the podcast. Yeah. We'll we will definitely try and get a guest every episode. If we don't get a guest every episode, there will be an episode every month, even if it's just me 
talking alone into a microphone. And guys, if there are specific topics you'd like us to address or specific people you'd like us to interview, please email us. Email Ben personally. Mm. Ben at charlie-cohen.com. my DMs. Uh, Basically, yeah, slide into his DMs. Slide into my DMs. Slide into... Uh, Suki and Gino's DMs. We will put all of the applicable contact details in the show notes. We will. Thanks very much, guys. I hope you all had a good new year. Happy new year. And uh, looking forward to... Smashing 2020. Speaking with you all and talking to you all throughout 2020. Thanks a lot.